0: Welcome to All I Do Is Fail, I'm your host Tom Elwoods, I'm joined today as ever by my co-host Mr Ali Woods
1: How's it going Tom, you alright?
0: No, not really What's uh, up? Well, you and Mooch have been going on dates without me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me and Mooch are the new, the new Tom and Ali
0: It happened one time <laughs> Yeah, it
1: was good, we, we went to the comedy store and then we went out afterwards to chill on Had a bit of shit in Piccadilly and it was really nice And Mooch made me a keto burrito, which is the new thing that all the kids are
0: doing apparently I didn't know this was an open relationship, (laughs) but obviously we've gone that way. Tom, you're just so close now. No, now I know we're seeing other people. It's (laughs) fine.
1: But you're you're in your your year-long throes of passion with Mark Dolan, apparently now. Yeah, (laughs) well... He's going to come to me.
0: We'll see. Right, we are joined today, and we are very, very, very happy to be joined today by the fantastic Callie Beaton. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Just to explain, Callie, on the Mark Dolan thing last week,
1: uh, I'm quite a big fan. Yeah, it's well, like I sort mean, of secret crush on him. Yeah, Not yeah. secret now, but good. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, well, he also he came in and the first thing he said was he assessed the sort of relationships he would have with me and Tom, and he said Tom is the sort who you would see for a year but it'd be very physical sort of not a lot of talking because sort of his of shoulders a, and he said yeah, it'd be a physical yeah. pounding this is <laughs> his words nice. so, you look eyes with him in the tunisian yeah, airport yeah. and then yeah. you kind of yeah. yeah but then once that's done du- i would be the sort of person he would settle down with because yeah. i'm more of a talker oh.
2: ah. so probably
0: Cry oh, in you know, his arms i think you can both
2: be yeah. equally insulted by that assessment yeah, yeah. no yeah, one's yeah. winning yeah okay, <laughs> in that so actually between you, you're the perfect boyfriend, aren't you? But Aww. someone would have to have both of you. Yeah, we'll just switch in and,
0: and out. Someone is mooch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you, I mean, I, was,
2: I wasn't volunteering. <laughs> uh, I'm good, thank you. Yes, I'm well.
1: And you did BBC this morning. So I did
2: BBC, the whole of the BBC just this the morning. Just the whole of the BBC? I just did the whole finished of the BBC. It. What, what were you doing on the BBC? Everything. I was presenting everything. Um, Completed. I was executive producing everything. Wow. And I was on reception. So <laughs> it was a really busy, it was a busy morning. Huge. But the BBC is in good. Budget g- cuts. Got to do what they they're can. They're in good shape now. (laughs) Um, And your your license fee is in good hands. So, yeah, I did the whole of the BBC. And then I had time to fit in a little dog walking. uh, And then I came here. So it's been quite the show business day. Wow! Yeah.
0: Okay. One day you we'll don't get. even know what to say to that, do you? No, got, so I've impressive. Got, yeah, I'm just we're in awe, and we're just. I'm such an alpha. It's mainly jealousy, really, <laughs> coming it. from from us. Uh, n- never been invited to the BBC. What How have you another? guys been doing I today? Oh, yeah, sorry.
2: Ali, Ali, want go and get you get a couple of BBC stories, and no. Ali and I have probably both been not disqualified from the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> but We both failed <laughs> to <Yeah. too> well.
1: <laughs> we both got asked to come and lose, basically. Wow. Really, uh, <laughs> really and really I think
2: we both can agree that we were both made for very fine radio listening mm. um that was disproportionate with the results of the, who got through on the nights. I mm. think the best. Not bitter, way. not bitter. So if we've <laughs> been voting and actually since then, uh we're just getting early on the fails. Uh, <laughs> since then, uh, the last time Ali and I saw each other was at a competition and oh, um yeah. and luckily you left before I so Ali had a really, really good gig and didn't get through and should have done and there was some politics around that which I uncovered. Uh, oh really about, yeah, d- 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 so there was um, which I'll tell you off that.
1: this was the competition to get a £5 gift don't, out don't of WH, W.H. Smith and I should have won well, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't say which competition yeah, yeah, after okay, what yeah. I just said yeah. Yeah. And then, but I then I, I know the
2: one I had yeah you probably know the one no. and then I had a diabolical <laughs> properly horrendous awful gig where they just and everyone had been smashing it what really and well, I, for, li- no, not
1: everyone had been smashing it well really.
2: uh, compared to me everyone had been smashing it and then they properly all just kind of looked at me in a way that hasn't happened in a long time. I was like, oh, amazing! Yeah. <laughs> but
1: you, but th- that gig was horrendously over You went on at about quarter past eleven. I went on after about
2: three weeks of <laughs> 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 like the, like the
1: people. It was like the X Factor auditions. People waiting outside for w- hours. Was,
0: was this the kind of competition where it's essentially a pyramid scheme where they essentially just try and get people in to bring their friends and buy tickets and then no, just narrow down? it was down down actually it well. in a
2: real. It was in a real theatre and it was in a theatre where I'd done a real gig wow. about two months before and they'd really hated me too. So <laughs> when I realised where it was, i was like i think these people have seen me before and they hate (laughs) me and then they were definitely like yes we have seen you before and you want you we have no more love for you than we did then so yeah so you missed so that one i didn't get through and i didn't deserve to
1: so well i mean you've but you, you you, no longer need these competitions. That's well the situation I am. Well, obviously, that's I why am. I'm right here yeah. right now, doing <laughs> yeah. this
2: yeah. in my spare time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because my career is on <laughs> Hey. Uh, above the competition.
1: TV <laughs> name. TV name, yeah, Kylie TV na- Oh, massive. TV everyone name. Everyone's talking about You've it. you been on QI. It's one of yeah. the biggest uh, TV shows in the UK. At the yeah, moment. but like we, we don't want to talk about that. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, we do.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's
1: no, it's... QI is a... It's quite intelligent, Tommy. Didn't I've actually spoken to Callie about being a oh. QI before. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and our
0: journey's to Cambridge, because me and Callie do things as yeah, well. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so. we're real pals. Oh, I'm yeah. going to
1: sob over a keto burrito with Mooch yeah. later. Yeah. i like believe yeah. the way Tom <laughs> talking to me earlier?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll go and talk about graph things in the car. That's
2: what <laughs> <laughs> so he is a good conversationalist. He's not just pretty to look at, no. just yeah. to get that out What there. have you got? <laughs> good heart
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: and that's hard to
1: find <laughs> yeah. Callie's looking at it like what dysfunctional <laughs> yeah, family yeah. have I walked into yeah. here
0: don't worry no one listens to this um, okay. <laughs> good yeah. I feel even better about oh. being here jeez yeah. Tom <laughs> okay guys we are going to now move on to the first segment of All I do is fail which is the news Okay, our first story of the news is uh, a woman uh, is furious after a after a grandmother when she was in Starbucks, she ordered her coffee and then the grandmother said, "You can't you can't drink that because you're pregnant," and then she snatched the coffee off her and threw it in the bed.
2: Hold on, so the grandmother wasn't related no, to no, the no, mother? No, no, just just
0: a completely like a strange a
2: strange
1: uh, grandmother, oh. fairy tale grandmother, yeah. the kind of grandmother woman. But so did was the woman pregnant? Yes, she was pregnant. Oh, because that would have been even better, wouldn't I it? I was thinking <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <just> someone, <laughs> you're just that's fat. how you find <laughs> yeah. out the grandmother. That's <laughs> a good,
2: that would be a much better story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by, yeah taking fat people's coffees yeah. and saying you're going to have a baby in
1: eight months' time. So, yeah. She's employed by Starbucks to yeah. do that. Um, okay, cool. And so that's not nice. And what was the woman's reaction then? I mean, she, she was, was not happy.
0: She, she was fuming, but you can't really. The grandmother was shouted repeatedly, you're pregnant, you can't drink <laughs> coffee. Uh, and then the <laughs> Why woman- Why was
1: she keeping known as a grandmother? Was, her, was they, she there with her grandkids? No, they just- She's is, of a certain how age. <laughs> she was my age and yeah. Yeah. they assumed Grandmama. that she was like a grandmother. Age. Yeah.
0: Uh, so she, she shouted at her repeatedly, snatched her coffee and threw it in the bin um, and then the woman just stood there shocked and eventually the grandmother left and then the barista made her another coffee but oh I um, they're, you know, they're, they're all no one's questioning her while she's there I, <laughs> she they, well there's nothing
2: more frightened than a grandmother enraged I think that um, having been a pregnant woman twice mm. um, I both times I did still frequent uh, coffee places yep. and I might have had a decaf cappuccino and how would the grandmother have known mm. so she might have snatched my decaf judged me and actually i was because i used to do it just for the frothy foam because yes. you take all the joy you can when you're pregnant so maybe that <laughs> woman was was frothy foaming for, for,
0: for the purposes of this article it does say that it was just an iced latte regular
2: so it doesn't say decaf or calf. no no Ooh. no i mean you see that's I, a key point in the defense of well either party
0: let's just say for the sake of this that it wasn't a decaf i don't think that she said her doctor um, the woman commented and said her doctor said it was fine. It's fine to yeah, have a coffee.
2: I, I don't think you need a certificate. If someone does something unreasonable in a public yeah, place, yeah. you don't then have to go, well, actually, the reason I was doing a normal thing is because I had a <laughs> certificate yeah, 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 that yeah. said I could do it. You don't need to defend your <laughs> behaviour as I, a normal functioning human being. I was going
1: to Costa with a file of my record. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you
0: think people would say something if you, were, if you were pregnant and you were just smashing pints in a pub?
2: Well, probably not. And again, how would you know they weren't the whatever, the
0: decaf alcohol? not (laughs) alcohol,
2: Alcohol. But I I kind of think you've got to let people kind of plough their own furrow. That's my... uh, That's what the doctors say. That's what the doctors say. And you don't need a certificate when you're pregnant to drink a coffee. You do need one to get on an aircraft. But the point being that if something happened at a certain stage in your pregnancy... You would be affecting all the fellow passengers because you might be having a baby in the air, or the plane might be diverted. So that's why you have to have a certificate to fly late in pregnancy because it's in the interests of your fellow man and woman, and people who don't identify as men and women. But it's different. I mean, what's going to happen if something happens to her in Starbucks? She's in London, wherever she was. She could just go to a hospital. Yeah. Bothering anyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair play. Did uh, you have annoying people when you were pregnant going, Are you sure you should be doing that?
2: There were no people when I was pregnant, it was just dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I thought because was the original. Didn't pregnant pregnant you? Me. I forgot about yeah. that, Cully. So there were I'm no doing. people and there, were, there was no <laughs> Starbucks. So yeah. I, I can't answer someone,
1: that. Someone someone picking up that rock going, That's the wrong rock, you that should be carrying is, that rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were
2: busy trying to keep the mammoths away yeah, from the cave yeah, entrance. Yeah. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, so that I can't answer that question. Yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah well that's good and uh, so th- no hospitals at that time no just, hospitals. Kind of just a prehistoric sort of landscape Yeah like
2: Harry and Meghan I was just I'm just going to do this naturally yeah.
1: I'm home. just going go yeah. well, to go down Because they're the going to be surrounded by stegosauruses
0: as well Yeah they, they get
2: stegosauruses and aromatherapy oils I think right. that's what they're doing I okay. think so if I if I believe everything I read in OK Magazine yeah. which I do You just
0: found a solid birthing rock and uh, yeah, yeah. just worked it out just
2: foot up against it and Bob's <laughs> yeah a yeah.
0: Bit of crazy when I had to get a
1: pterodactyl there it was that quick yeah, Okay cool and uh So, but you've got two kids now. Yes, st- uh, st-
2: still got two kids. And so
1: they are—they've uh, been born at the dawn of time. So they've been born. Have s- they left yet? They left the house
2: yet? Or? Oh God, they're like hundreds of years old. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> what I was so thinking yeah. they're very wise members of our society. Yeah. Birthplace Pangea. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're they're, they're very much oracles. <laughs> <Yeah>. Obviously, <laughs> one's in
1: a tree, just like still <laughs> exactly. there, kind of a face <laughs> of a tree. <laughs> yeah. Tom's weirded out by the surreality of this. <laughs>
0: no, no, I like it. Where are you going? Oh, the Pangea comment was solid. Oh, cheers, oh, man. I thank yeah, you. I try. I think you
2: two have still got a little bit of stuff to resolve after last night's revelations haven't you it's tough to try and be professional
0: <laughs> on air when you've Don't only just found out <laughs> uh, yeah. infidelity hurts, yeah, hurts doesn't it it's, it's a painful it's a painful so, pill to swallow yeah uh, so you're a little bit stunned aren't you today yeah i'm yeah. you know trying to work it out we'll work through it um okay what, so what would you have done if this grandmother yes. had slapped it out of your hand Would you have have kicked kicked
2: off? I'd have slapped the grandmother. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Slapped the grandmother. Get on a t shirt. I would have, well, I would definitely, because I think grandmothers can be bullies, can't they? And you just have to, like a bully in the playground. You just go up to her and you just take whatever she's got, her mm. bag, yeah. her dignity, and you punch
1: just... the hardest-looking grandmother. Yeah.
3: Well, you just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's <that>? a grand? people. Grand people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's not leave grandfathers out of this. So grand people need to be put <laughs> but, back in. Their place. But but just... gra-
0: grandmothers in particular have a, have do have a place in society because no one can really kick off in public at a grandmother. I think everyone. You, you, everyone, you instantly yeah, look yeah. terrible if you some... going, if you're going after a grand. You are. That is the worst yeah, thing I you do. Certain places kicking off at a 36-year-old woman. That's yeah. not... Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> yeah it's not tough, it's isn't is it?
1: That.
2: Yeah. But I, I do like the fact that she's just become known as a grandmother in the piece. Yeah, um, that's what they...
1: And the
0: grandmother. Her <laughs> <common> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. solid. Yeah. She identified as a grandmother. Yeah. Solid journalism from the mirror. That's yeah. So. brilliant. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean... Who's the
2: fail in that story then, do you think? The grandmother? The yeah, definitely woman? the grandmother. Yeah. I think it's the barista who...
1: Who put his hands up and did nothing at yeah. all until she'd left and gone another coffee yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's him
0: fear yeah but that's fear of the grandmother
1: i've
0: got a great story. i saw a grandmother and like no one was really a winner you in saw this. a real life grandmother oh, jesus they're come quite back. hard to come but back. like i was i was on a, on a no one's a real winner in this story right? but there was a guy and he had his feet up on the bus okay which is a bit annoying okay shouldn't have been doing it and then uh driver, for, the, for the purposes of this uh story he he was an indian man okay and then the woman the grandmother stands up turns to the guy and goes and goes uh, in England. We don't put our feet up on the bus. Would you sit where your feet are? And without breaking an eye, like anything, the guy just sits up and just sits where his feet were and just stares her down. Wow. No.
2: Maybe that's what should have happened with the coffee. Yeah. She should have sat where the grandmother's feet were for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just her <And> out. <laughs> the grandmother. Yeah. 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 I think surrealism could have saved that whole scenario, mm.
0: but no one thought of it. I respect him. He stood up to a racist grandmother. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Do you think this grandmother was racist or just very heavily opinionated about pregnancy? No,
0: I, well, there was nothing to indicate race within the story, so no. we'll go with heavily opinionated. And the
2: male would have found it if there was. This, I think this must be
1: the most. Was it the mirror? The mirror. The mirror. Yeah, yeah. This must be the most grandmother per minute episode of this show we've ever done. We might have some grandmothers listen. We might. I think there must be a podcast about being a grandmother and they won't have mentioned the word grandmother as much as we have. And
2: they'll have covered this story from a very different angle.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They will be that satanic woman drinking coffee. This woman... Pregnant, probably out of wedlock, it I would say. <laughs> she had that yeah. sense about her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one's doing that, that. A coffee. <laughs> think she put whiskey in it before. I did see something. Yeah. yeah classic. This hussy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the
0: barista wasn't white.
1: Just didn't matter. But just saying that as well. Just he was involved. Yeah. yeah.
0: We could rewrite that. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're now going to move on to the second story of all I do is fail. Um, this grandfather, can you believe <laughs> it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to well, be
1: hard
2: to top the first story, yeah. but go on, give it a go. The, well, you. this I mean, is so news, obviously. I yeah. <laughs> <Everyone laughs> knew
0: that story. This, this certainly, this certain man is certainly not a grandfather due to religious bases, but this is to do with the Pope, and he has been getting annoyed because people keep calling the footballer Lionel Messi a god, and that, and he has, he has warned mm. people of call, calling. Did you call
1: him Lionel Messi? He doesn't. He's not from Sal.
0: Lionel. Lionel. Lionel Messi. Oh, Lionel! But You ain't done the Mate, rest of the work in this country. I'm gonna speak. <laughs> I've got to go play for Barcelona. <laughs> Shut up, Lionel! Fuck off,
1: <laughs> Lionel Messi. Linel Messi.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah pope francis has warned uh, football fans to not call him uh, a god or refer to him as a deity everyone's
2: getting very aerated about all the wrong things aren't they according to these stories Mm. um well if i cared about the pope or football i'd have an opinion (laughs) about this but um i think although i did tell you a story about catholicism didn't i that last night at a gig i was doing um and the conversation (laughs) backstage turned into um priests and having just watched the last episode of Fleabag, um, and indeed the whole of Fleabag season two, I was like, oh, God, yeah, priests. Who knew, you know? And it. T- and then the promoter was similarly saying, yeah, no, it's so much has been revealed about priests. And <laughs> I, s- I said, I know, I've been going to bed thinking about them for, like, the last few nights. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out he was talking about the sex scandals in the Catholic Church, <laughs> and I was talking about wanting to shag Andrew Stott in Fleabag. <laughs> so a little bit of a... So that's all I have to say on the subject of the um, Catholic Church. No, no, have uh, you
1: ever... Ever. Steady. Been, been religious.
2: Uh, no, I was brought up by my parents are uh, churchgoers. I was okay. brought up by my parents, well partly uh, but yes, they were quite they are still quite religious. C- but Catholic or no, Church of England. Church of England. Right. So and I was at um, board- I was a choral scholar at a boarding school that oh. had quite a strong religious elements then, because I was head of the choir I head had to of go choir, to all the things. Oh. It's very hard to imagine now because I can't hold a tune as an adult. <laughs> but at a certain point my rebellion went far enough that I became tone deaf um, <laughs> yeah. so that's how strongly so no so I'm not no I'm not a I'm not a big um, Do you think people person? should be
0: sensitive i guess it's religious belief and we're sensitive to a lot of you know other religious beliefs so why should this be any different yeah Yeah. but saying
2: i think there are words that have just been used you know we've appropriated that as just part of the common parlance haven't we so saying someone's a god i don't think that's in any way we're not saying we no one said that lionel (laughs) is the god a god it's different you know like a greek god isn't the same as the pope's god if you want to start splitting hairs about God's mm. so i think Which we do on this podcast yeah. yeah exactly so i don't think he should let that blow his skirt up
3: Oh,
0: yeah. Take that. See what pope. I did pa- yeah. Francis? Who's That's the so. Picking fights with the Catholic <laughs> Church. I mean,
1: how good is your career, though, that the Pope has to come out yeah. and say, Stop calling this guy a God? I'd
2: like to have that feedback. Stop oh. calling Callie Beaton a God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'll take that. up like,
0: I'm completing it. And you wouldn't need
2: PR anymore. <laughs> yeah. Edinburgh, Your Edinburgh show would actually sell some tickets. <laughs> like, I'd love this to have happened. <laughs> yeah. If you just called it
0: Callie Beaton God. I, you probably would sell tickets if you well, just called it that anyway. That was so? Dane Baptiste's
1: tour name that's what he what called it God. God but it was short for gold, oil and drugs right. I don't
2: think either for either of those definitions I don't know if it would work for my brand but <laughs> do you know, I don't think I could do the God one or the yeah gold, oil, drugs nah. it's not your life I'm trying it's to think what, what, what would you,
0: it be like good old <laughs> we <Winnie> need <laughs> <laughs> good old yeah listening. yeah I don't know I don't know what your show's <laughs> about but like I don't know the good old <laughs> days <laughs> Days, yeah, the good what old days. Okay, I think you have yeah. really
1: got. For... <laughs> I'm leaving now. We're looking for a Preston, nevermind nice yeah, yeah. the Buzzcocks yeah. walkout yeah, yeah, from yeah. Callie You yeah. can't
2: get B. someone in and yeah. say, <laughs> say, Kelly, <laughs> I know what would sum up your brand. How about something like the good old days? That's He said days. I wasn't going to go with
0: days. <laughs> <laughs> I was going gonna... gonna... <laughs> to, be like to go... I was going. I was thinking of other things to begin with. Dogs, I don't know. There's loads of things to begin with.
2: dogs. It's just getting worse,
3: Dads, I
2: don't know. No, okay. You've literally seen your faux pas, raised yourself a worse faux pas, and you're carrying on up the (laughs) pyramid of faux pas Ali can't even speak to you now you've (laughs) been so you've let us all down Tom, I I forget
0: I forget you. I'm just trying to think of think. other analogies for God. That Do you know sometimes it's best,
2: sometimes good one to know when to drop. You know, when <laughs> you try a new joke yeah. and you're sure it's funny, and after your s- they say after your sixth time it doesn't work.
0: You clearly haven't seen one <laughs> of <Leave myself>. them. <laughs> 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 leave it well alone. Well, you've you got to hang to. out with Tom a lot <laughs> more, Callie. No, <laughs> that uh, stuff he doesn't care. Callie, I will I will work this. Or you will be getting analogies all throughout this podcast. By the end, we'll come up with a solid one. Okay. Are you? Going to Edinburgh this
1: year?
2: Yes, I am. Wicked. I'm taking a show called The Good Old Tale. <laughs> 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 and it'll be in 1921, yeah. and I'll be
3: twiddling a cane
2: coming on. It yeah. It's all in black and white.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in
2: an old dance hall yeah. out by the beach. A old <laughs> dance hall? No, you yeah. could be
0: called uh, Going Out Dancing. There you yeah. go. Oh, look. Is that me? Another conti- Yeah, no, no, I am. Going Out Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me going to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man okay I don't know where we've gone Come with on. this yeah, This you know. is the I've, I've, I've I've lost uh, you threw me with your relationship Are you trying and to it's just oh, I've what? got nothing. Are you trying to actually
2: have a fail a podcast fail just <laughs> this to is make it. sure you're <laughs> yeah this on is topic. it This is happening I think you're heading for one yeah. so yeah so back to my Edinburgh show. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sorry, your PR got involved. Yeah. Then. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, I am going to Edinburgh. Thank you for asking. No worries. <laughs> Would you like to know what my show's
1: called? No. So yes. let's <laughs> move on to that. <laughs> 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 what is your show, Callie? Well, Good actually, old days. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Yeah. It's,
2: uh, my show is called Invisible. Ah, yeah. okay, I can't wait to not see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see what you did there. No one's done that yet. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah everyone, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's called Invisible
1: great and is do you want to tell why it's called well that? the
2: reason it's called invisible is because there was a french uh, a b-list french author and celebrity a man by the name of monsieur ian Mois, did like my french accent and he said so wh- um, where was he from I- sorry he's germany from, yeah <laughs> he was yeah he was uh, he was scandinavian yeah. and he uh, he did an interview with marie claire magazine and he said oh, even though he's a 50 year old man himself he said that he would never ever date a woman over 50 it was preposterous and that women when they reach 50 are invisible and right. that the body of a 25-year-old woman is extraordinary, but there is nothing extraordinary about the body of a 50-year-old woman. Jesus. So then I thought, well, that's interesting, because there is all this stuff yeah. about women, my kind of age, becoming invisible. But actually, I don't agree with anything he said insofar as we don't become invisible on the outside, but there is quite a lot of other stuff that goes on. And I, my show's more about it being a superpower. So how do you I celebrate? Because it's camouflage, right? And mm. camouflage is a means of survival. So I've got all kinds of stuff, like the fact I'm a really ace shoplifter now because no <laughs> one's going to stop me and <laughs> no. say that I've kn- I've nicked garden furniture from John Lewis. I mean, big. I go big. Yeah. <laughs> not talking Walk about chewing gum like or mascara. <laughs> but you you go, go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but if you just yeah.
1: walked, if you chairs under your arm, no one's going to stop you. No you one stops me. Also, yeah. I like that, uh, you know, stick to your middle-class roots uh, oh, yeah. shoplifting thing. Oh, were you going to take garden furniture from our John Lewis? Of course I wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't shoplift anywhere (laughs) low. Also
2: the fact, obviously, at my age, you know, we invisible women, we do have gardens because we're old enough to own houses with gardens. Mm. So, yeah, I I go big on that. And there's a few, I mean, it's not just about shoplifting. and. (laughs) It's
1: purely a how-to guide.
2: (laughs) It's a a how-to for menopausal women. So, so no, the show is, and it's actually the, the, the kind of backbone of the show is a story of me nearly really nearly disappearing so when i was oh. in iceland the country so it's a, it's a I near death i thought you were going to say isis i'm show. sorry yeah. <laughs> my mind went there and i was like yeah <laughs>
1: that would be a plot Listen, with by
2: that. the time i'm trying to get people to come and see the show it might be isis by then at the moment it's <laughs> yeah. iceland okay, so yeah. but i'm flexible on yeah, that yeah, story yeah. so um You're so yeah that's my that's my show
1: brilliant okay cool well looking forward to actually seeing yes it. And um, Tom
0: is in charge of your PR. Yeah, it was it? really yeah. helpful that. So um, <laughs> I've just spent the last five minutes thinking of uh, analogies for G O D, so don't worry. We that. can't yeah. get you off it, can no, we? No, no, I'll no. I'll think of something. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you grow up? <laughs> where did I grow yeah. up?
2: In Buckinghamshire.
0: Oh okay. Damn it. If it had been Doncaster, I'd had a great one. Alright, uh, <laughs> Well it wouldn't be that's how we MC's as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. by the way.
2: <laughs> where <laughs> are you from? Smash it. <laughs> it wouldn't have been great, would it? It would have been yeah, good old Doncaster. I would have
0: taken Derbyshire or anything we can go over. Well go on then. Yeah, go on. What, I would have been a girl out of Derbyshire or something like that. Ah, yeah. yeah. Which could have worked. Tumbleweed. Mooch, are involved? The important thing is you tried, man. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: yeah. what
2: failing is called. Yeah. Well, it isn't, is it? We all know that. So <laughs> it's not we cool.
0: actually celebrate it here. We yeah.
2: No, don't, don't.
0: Right, guys, that has been an informative and fail of really my life uh, news <laughs> section. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we are now gonna move on to Fail of Your Life, starring Callie Beaton. Callie, take it away, the floor is yours.
2: Can it be, um, so I'd quite like sort of a few multiple, well that's what multiple is often, see, I can't even speak, that's my fail. Uh, So, because I've always been a bit of an over my my big failure has been o- overachieving and trying to do way too much. <laughs> no. But, oh, here know, we go. but no, so what I was going to say, and anyway, all <laughs> thing with me. A, it's like it's a bit so of a fail good. when no
1: one can relate to you because no, you're such so, on like a higher. Yeah, but plane. you say
2: that, but it's a bit like what you said about um, Sean's podcast and one of your earlier podcasts that I'm sure yep. your podcast listeners will want to listen to again. But actually, there's something really there's lots been written about this now um, that when you are when you are a perfectionist, it's not like the. Thing of you know you go for a job interview and they say what's your worst floor and you're like I'm such a perfectionist I never like to go home and mm-hmm. I like it's more that there is something properly wired in a complex way about people who try and constantly go the nth degree and and it's often tied in with a sort of addictive destructive gene so I have done quite a few things that were kind of um because I was so busy being sort of a kamikaze Try everything to the nth degree that weren't kind of great ideas. So you know, I moved out of home when I was sixteen to live with a junkie, which wasn't a great way to kind of get through your A levels in good shape. What, what so, was the
0: theory? Was he, Were you dating him, or was it just you just? Wanted I just to live found with him. one at a railway station. It was, I was like, you do. No,
2: I was dating him. Yeah, oh, okay. he was older than me.
0: And was it was it a, was a thought process to fix him?
2: No, no, no. Just that oh. I just was kind of on a kind of like self destruct, crazy adrenaline fueled. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So it wasn't like so a project.
0: It no, wasn't no, 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 uh, no. I
2: didn't. I knew I couldn't rescue him. I was, I was aware. Okay. Of the, even though this was pre the film p- Train Spotting, but that very much was the kind of if you want to envisage what the life was like. Pre it the was, film it was, Train Spotting. Yeah. Was this a million years yeah, ago? Yeah. Okay. I, I made my pants out of silk parachutes. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was I was the first woman at the time, to have a job um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a phone conversation. That's a film
1: with all the suffragettes <laughs> marching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. so, so yeah, so he, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Buckinghamshire. This uh, is no, Buck-
2: well, this by this time, it was Dorset. Of course. Yeah, so and actually, he wasn't in Dorset. He was in Wiltshire, because I was willing to travel for great. junkiedom. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so, but again, just keeps keep... So that the the my whole sort of thing is the opposite of someone who's like smugly, oh, I've achieved so much because all the things that matter I haven't achieved. So on paper, you know, it looks like I've got kind of good exam results and a good career but all the stuff that matters has been an absolute kind of, uh, yeah, fuck up really. So so I did get my A-levels but, the parallel thing going on was complete miserable chaos and so that wasn't a great still on paper it looks like i did all right at that time in my life but i wouldn't say i really did and then i got but, I,
1: because sorry, can we stick on the junkie thing yeah a yeah yeah so 16 right yeah very obviously crazy age all that sort of thing very yeah. impressionable and you're lots changing in yeah. your life and body and stuff so you I are, start seeing this guy yeah. how do you meet him
2: uh through a band that i was in
1: Great. Yeah. What okay. You were singer in the band, was it?
2: Uh, I was a singer and a little bit of bass guitar and cool. keyboards. Okay. Punk. So you hadn't you hadn't lost
1: your voice at this point. No. Yeah.
2: Well, I actually was pretty shit even <laughs> by then. <laughs> I was <laughs> an all right musician, but I was not a good singer. Okay. Punk punk
1: band.
0: Or uh,
2: it was. It had sort of punk was elements that, to it. Rock yeah. music, sort of. Parts yeah. It was. It close. was. Um, <laughs> Beethoven had only had just been born. Uh, yeah. No. It He's was. Um, it yeah. was. So we did like covers of things like the Stranglers. and yeah. So yeah, it had that sort of. Feel to it, um so I met him in the band. Yeah,
0: right. And he was he in the band or he
2: was in the band. He okay, was so in the band. Okay, so and then his, you started seeing each well, other. Well, his habits kind of got bad enough that he wasn't really very reliable in the band. Right, he seemed to have other. He was very bad at timekeeping yeah. and life admin. <laughs> I don't know why that was. <laughs> yeah, um, but For some that was, some reason junkies are not good at Google. Yeah, sheets. he was. It's like, <laughs> <come> <laughs> on, mate. Is everyone? Ever he wasn't. D- but junkies don't start as junkies, do they? Yeah. As we know, at some point they're an innocent child, like the child getting polluted with caffeine until that grandmother intervened. Yep. So so this so he he was he was kind of into drugs. But not on the full on. It, it spirals into that, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so I just thought he was kind of wild and crazy and
0: exciting. Exciting. And he's older. How, how
2: uh, yeah, three, four years old. Okay. Maybe. So yeah. Does he got a car? Yeah, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, big swing. When that, you're, was, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Are <laughs> you got a trade of heroin car? Heroin yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> a heroin so, car. Yeah. So he. So yes, and and things obviously got worse quite rapidly.
1: Right. But so. so So you turn around to your parents at some point and go, Mum that I'm moving out." I didn't
2: really ever have the conversation with them. That's a whole other side of a fail that I will talk less about. But uh, yes, I didn't really have the conversation. Uh, I just kind of
1: went. You went right, cool. And when you got there, so you you, was it a feeling of like, uh, you know, because people run away for different reasons. And I, my, my ex girlfriend got kicked out of her house and then continued to hang with punk bands and stuff. And um, do you were think you I'm your ex girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, he wished yeah, it might have basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wish. Yeah. Uh, Too much ginger in one bed. I uh, think. He went there, Tom. Yeah. He mm-hmm. went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's,
2: it's we were just thinking it, but he said it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but, like, are you, at that point, are you like, I don't like my life, I want to do something different? Yeah,
2: I just, I didn't really even think about it. And I think, you know, what I was really running away from was myself. <laughs> so I think you kind of, when you keep running and doing crazy shit, which I have done for many years and I'm just... Comedy is definitely the healthiest addiction I've ever had. And it's a a very
0: unhealthy, very unhealthy addiction.
2: Um, But yeah, I think I was just constantly kind of uh, trying to do the next thing and...
0: Did you know in the back of your mind that it wasn't it's going to go to therapy? Hasn't yeah, you? yeah. But did you know in the back of your mind that it wasn't, wasn't going to end gonna well?
2: Yeah. No, because when you're 16, you're immortal, but and you're not thinking about. Yeah. Once I got there, I, I it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But, uh, he was very <laughs> untidy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even. There yeah. was no dishwasher yeah. because sure. there was no. You, you wish you'd been doing meth, then yeah. he would have be been very clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very exactly. He needed yeah. a more yeah more of a hyper kind of a drug really.
1: Cool. So you so you and went off with him and then came back or no never came. back. Okay. never
2: came back so ended up moving to London um, not so long after that um, and then yeah just had some sort of uh, extreme kind of <laughs> weird unhappy years but on the surface and still th- achieving quite highly so th- so that, and I say to people now because I do lots of um, speaking like well, let's not call it inspirational because how could I inspire anyone? But I do um, lots I of kind of I do, I do I do um, lots of keynote speaking and after dinner speaking um, because of my business life. So having worked at sort of um, you know senior level in in the media industry, and one of the things I talk about is the bigger the disparity between the self that you think you are, the self you convey on the outside, and the self you really are, which is the one people kind of miss the bigger the the chance of kind of mental ill health um, and or physical ill yep. health and sort of collapse so joking aside if you are trying to sort of put because i know you want to put jokes to the side on a podcast that's meant mm. to be funny well why i thought you've been so doing <laughs> that from the <laughs> start <Yeah. But laughs> my apologies no, um. tom kept taking my jokes and putting them <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah he was filing them yeah. um, <laughs> in tomland yeah. but um, so so yeah so i think there is a thing of um of lear- of learning to i, I talk in and um, in the speeches i do about only coming to only really starting to look at failing as not a bad thing quite in my 40s that's when i first started to think oh maybe it's quite good to fuck things up a bit and be mediocre at stuff it didn't occur to me that maybe that was okay so i've had quite an interesting relationship with failure um and then you you don't sort of uh, you're just bullshitting everybody if you're pretending you can do everything and everything's great and sure i'm fine but it's not very
0: healthy that's why social media is the the poison of our kind yeah. of generation it's yeah. a terrible evil thing because yeah. it's it's it into, it's a whole Community. Everyone in the world has a has a thing that just says that they can now lie. They yeah. can pretend to be happy, and then other people can pretend to care. Yeah. And that is literally all it is. So the disparity mean. between is so wide now and so vast. I it's always try.
2: All my social media stuff, as you might know, although I don't think either of you follow me, but we'll I followed that
0: you
1: because you followed me on Instagram.
2: Oh, it, but I've only just properly started getting into Instagram. Um, oh, that's, and we, why yeah, that's why you're Yeah, that's why I kept you hanging. But the um, <laughs> but I it, yeah I always will put the kind of the real. Mine's all about the kind of self-deprecating. This is what really happened when that photo was taken. Like last, I posted like a smug photo at at, um backyard and it was sold out and I was looking all nice. And and I'd been flirting, faux flirting with a 22-year-old in the front row as part of my shtick. And anyway, I did this little Instagram post and then literally as I walked up the stairs... I walked through the bar at backyard you know you have to walk through the bar to get yeah. out and I slipped on a chip and fell flat on my ass at Oof. the feet of the man who I pretended <laughs> to fancy and I so that was more the reality I was like yup, yep yeah. I've fallen on a chip and that guy's looking at me like no I wouldn't and I was like no yeah. no I wouldn't blame you <laughs> so that the was more that was blame the reality me. of that little That's insta great. post so yeah.
1: you're Saying that at one point there was a big disparity then between success at the high level, business crushing it, like looking good, relationship, or people from the outside are thinking, oh, she's got it all. And it's all. And, and then.
2: You do it out of imposter So, again, not that I'm pitching my corporate business stuff, but you do it out of imposter syndrome. So, you think you don't belong, because uh, I went to a school that was a boys' school. So, I didn't belong. And you spend your whole life not thinking you're good enough and not belonging. So, then you over assimilate. So, the reason I had such a successful business career was because I didn't feel good enough and I felt like the odd one out which I was demographically so you pedal really hard to fit in and then meanwhile you know it's no coincidence that I ended up a single mum of two really young children at the same time I was on the board at ITV because I was having to pedal so hard to cope professionally so again I would look at that period in my life and go that was a huge failure even though career-wise people would have been like that's amazing what you're doing it's like well it isn't amazing if I literally can't keep my house in order, insofar as the most important relationship of my life, and then with the two people who matter the most to me in my life, I'd totally. T- so that's a to me is an epic fail. So if I think of that time in my life, I don't think of success even though in some ways it it gave me success, if that makes sense. So, yeah.
1: Well, when did it start to change a little bit? So you started to recognise what might be worth more of your time? I think... Or was there some sort of... There was a pivotal moment, or was it just a kind of gradual... I think it's just a
2: cumulative thing. So when you think of all the things that you do to kind of distract from all that noise... So when I think of... even d- you know, I used to s- I've always done like adrenaline fueled things so I used to skydive and I did wow. the um, I did free fall skydiving so yep. you dropped out of that one then yeah <laughs>
0: dropped out of it yeah see what you yeah, yeah. for Tom Ali Pat- Ch- man, For a- Ali still thinking of something for no, no, the um, uh, you Tom's like how about the, good it. old days We've had that one yeah. shit yeah. You, should, you should also be well, Ali will s- be spending the entire of your conversation looking for zings and puns that will be yeah. that's 90% of what oh yeah. guys don't yeah. don't bicker I think yeah.
2: your marriage is still going to be okay you We're just got to believe We're in this it this is solid this is a good you, you got to believe in yeah. it is how you function
1: so yeah so I I do and at
2: the time I was also quite a fan of the old alcohol uh, so I'd been uh, I'd been, <laughs> Double drinking, up I'd been ju- I had been. used to drive my, I had a VW camper van because um, I didn't have the money to be staying in, you know, a bed and breakfast near the drop zone. And drop zones don't tend to be in urban areas for reasons of not wanting to die when you land. <laughs> yeah. So they tend to be quite remote. So I would drive this VW camper van around the country and spend the whole weekend at drop zones, hoping the weather would be good enough to do like one skydive. Because in this country, mainly you become really good at playing pool and drinking because you never get to jump out of a plane because yeah. the weather's no good. Um, and I'd been drinking most of the night on this particular night, got into my camper van, had like two hours sleep. And then at seven in the morning, suddenly there was a wake up call to say, yep, the weather's good. The because wi- everything has to be right. The wind. The well, so there's gen- lots
0: of other people like with their vans or tents Yeah, or, whatever, or
2: tents or staying. That must be a
0: very interesting community. It's the, a really. The, a, the skydiving es- free fall community. Especially in
2: those days when it was mainly um, ex-paras who would do the training and be <laughs> right, part of it. So, and that, it wasn't yeah. very um, it wasn't very gender balanced. Right. Yeah. And um, so anyway, the next morning as the call went out and who wants to be in the first lift of the day and you're waiting for that so I went kind of hairing at my van and sign you sign up on a blackboard to be on the and of course so an hour later I'm it, I'm about to jump out of a Cessna and I was I was still never mind hung over I think I was still pretty much
0: absolutely pissed are you attached to an instructor or is it just no, by, you,
2: by this time you're just doing your own oh, so, <laughs> okay. um, so I totally buggered up the actual deployment oh. of my parachute completely because I was drunk managed somehow to then deploy the reserve so I, luckily my drunkenness my anxiety see what i did there wasn't bad enough that i couldn't do that and anyway i ended up coming down sort of under my reserve canopy thinking canopy <laughs> <laughs> <under my reserve, laughs> just, just a <laughs> load of salmon skin rolls <laughs> yeah. coming out the yeah. back yeah and <laughs> <my> <laughs> cream cheese kind of a, yeah. And, um <laughs> yeah. But that was an exact... And and then, so when you think it wasn't... It's like I saw my need to skydive and I raised my need to get so drunk I couldn't move or speak. And then I combined them. I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll jump drunk out of a plane. But I didn't think... I didn't know that's what I was doing. I now look back on it, now that my kids are that kind of age. I'm like, oh, God. I hope that they're much more sensible. Um, But it was... Yeah, so things like that. I think uh, it's a kind of a lifetime of extremes. And again, it looks impressive to have been like a qualified freefall skydiver. But if you look at the but reality, if you look at well, everyone can do it. That is definitely true. Oh, right. But the, not everyone does do it. Yeah. But why do you do it? So sometimes I do think that you look at people who you think ah oh, they've got it all sorted. So I think the time uh, probably when mess started to kind of come home to roost or when life not being how it seemed it should be, it was probably, a lot of it was probably my son's autism. This is really a light podcast, isn't it? Don't no, no, yeah. But, um, but good. having to, so, uh, it, it, getting a kid who isn't the kid that you think you're going to get, and that's the really hard thing when you get a diagnosis as a parent of any kind of special need, is that you, you feel enormous guilt because you absolutely adore your kid's, unquestionably and, 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 you know, unconditionally. But you also have to make peace with the fact that when you were pregnant, when you had this little baby, you just thought, oh, I've got a little baby like everyone else's little baby. And then all the complexities start to come. And that isn't just the domain of special needs. You know, all kids will grow up with with all their kind of issues. And it isn't as picture perfect as you think. But I think trying to cope with that and the amount I put into project managing his autism, because you don't get much help unless you seek it out, and having a full on job and being the sole breadwinner and still making it all look easy and smiley and great. I think it suddenly, when when my son got old enough to go to university and the pressure was off a little bit with him, I think I had a sort of PTSD reaction to the perfectionism Mm. of my life. So we started by kind of joking about it, but actually I I do not see perfectionism as a badge of honor and nor do I see the things that might seem successful as a badge of honor because I think the key thing and I would say to when I do these speeches, it's like you know, God, we're all flawed and we're all fucked up. And you know, there's that brilliant Samuel Beckett quote which you probably had someone say. You ever tried? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 the old Sam yeah. Beckett. Yeah. Do you know well, the what quote? Was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Just uh, Fri- for Fri- the Fri- listeners, Fri-
1: just uh, so, let's hear it again. Yeah, um, I guess
2: <laughs> they're mouthing along to it as I say it because yeah. uh, they know it so well. Ever tried? Ever failed? No matter. Try again. Fail again. Fail better.
0: Can yeah, I mean, I mean, yes. What Sam did so, so actually, yes. if you look on the information pack on the, the, for our podcast on iTunes, that's, that's, that's on the information the pack. Yeah. You know, when you, you <laughs> click on the thing. Yeah yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. User instructions. Yeah, for that's the podcast. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Beckett, a big listener,
1: is yeah, yeah. he he is. You
2: know, <laughs> he, he <laughs> loves yeah. from yeah. beyond in 1840 gray. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the famous twentieth-century playwright who was big a podcasts. Yeah, yeah, the old Beckett. So Beckett, who, say, who says say millennials aren't educated? Hmm. I don't yeah, know why yeah. people say that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, so you can have that little bit of Samuel Beckett uh, on me. So I think um, yeah, what what I so it is uh, the whole kind of failure thing. I think is is a bigger issue is when you're trying to be good at everything. And I've never failed as much as I have as a comedian. And I mm. find it, it's, seriously, I don't know why I've picked something where you can fail so much. Oh, yeah. Because normally I've picked things where if you work hard, I'm a big believer in hard work over talent. That's got me a really long way in life. I'm like, oh no, you can do, really work hard at this and be untalented and fail. It's like yeah. a real heady cocktail. And, and equally,
0: you can watch people, comedy is the only thing where you can actually not work hard at all and just do really have, well. just do really I well. Know, like I unbelievably know. well. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who's who are you aiming that at, Tom? I think huh? You should name names.
0: Yeah, me. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 no you can. Like it's, it's it's it is a weird. It's a brilliant ego prevention. destroyer. Yeah, I it think, is though, uh, isn't it? Because and when you think when you
1: think you've got to be amazing and perfect and you. have been successful in so many walks of life. Yeah. Comedy's the real showcase of uh, humanity, isn't it? It's it, yeah. it, it makes you feel very mortal again.
2: It does. That but was quite profound as well. I'm right? a really deep Are guy? you trying to get to similar profound levels to my profound profundity levels? it's called cool. but yeah but I, yeah, know, uh, but uh, I, <laughs> I you my guys might get confused like the whole Sam Beckett. Yeah, but I'm thing. hanging out with Beckett like, all the time, I mate. You, you
1: know say. me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me and him down um, old street. I am um, okay, cool. Well what I would say is interesting about this sort of showcasing perfection and you talked about tom with social media does that a lot like a lot of people who listen to our podcast they sure have uh, (laughs) yeah yeah all 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 both of them (laughs) yeah yeah. they um but people but they similarly like you know and especially a lot of young people struggle with this idea that they've got to look and feel like they're doing things right but where do you think that came from for you like you said about not fitting in but what made you want to be like perfect what made you want to what made you want? Like, why couldn't you I be think just cause another person? It's because
2: you're so unha- it's because you're so unhappy and you hate yourself so much that you, which is in itself also quite an egotistical thing. So there's a certain sort of narcissism in being so propelled by who you are or are mm. not. But I think you, it doesn't come from a position of great confidence. I think if you're the sort of person who pushes yourself way beyond what anyone else does. And you're always waiting to get either external affirmation that's enough to tell you you've that's reached really it or internal affirmation which you never kind of yeah. get. And it's, it honestly has taken me a really long time to work <laughs> yeah. this all out. And now I finally have realized that actually, yeah, that sometimes to d- going headlong into things you then really screw up is a really good thing to do.
0: It's the affirmation and then people are- Agreeing. And that's why social media is so popular, because it's just people going, I have really worked really hard. My life is so perfect. I am so happy. And then and then you see people like that and go, but, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Like, yeah.
2: But sometimes people, because I do understand the whole, what we all talk about. When I look at my, um, my kids' um, social media sort of world, which is different to mine. Yeah. So if I look at my daughter, who's um, 19, if I look at her mates on instagram and you guys are like when can we look at her mates on instagram no when i look at her mates you mates what? <laughs> no, but when i, when I, so I look at, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I look at her mates and what, what that world it's fair, I, that's the more traditional <laughs> you know girls looking amazing and in the, sort of making themselves look much more beautiful than is realistic and that's a kind of different way to the way in which people in our world present themselves because i do think when you see people on social media who do comedy for example, and they are like, well, here I am doing my first live at the Apollo and here I am, well, they really are doing, they're not making that up. They are doing really well. Yep. So that they're not bullshitting you. And that is irritating because <laughs> you're like, you actually are successful.
0: So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, But So when you were doing all these things and juggling all these things, you, you must... Uh, have enjoyed people going oh my god you're such a wonder superhero woman how can you possibly do all this you No, incredible.
2: I, d- I think i because i always knew that w- that wasn't what was going on so i never felt like it was any of that so it didn't it didn't it didn't feel like you never feel like you're doing something that's successful at the time and mm. at the time i never went after i never thought i was going after the next thing ambitiously and actually a lot of that rise happened when i had very young kids and was on my own and it was a couple of times I would get kind of promotions or a production company I ran was bought by a big company and suddenly that was a kind of game changer, but at completely the wrong time in my life. And then it's not that you sort of think, I really want that promotion or I want that package of whatever it is. It's more, you're not going to say, you've got to earn a living, right? And that's what you do for a living. And if someone says, well, now your job that was that has become this and it's going to pay you more or have more status, you don't go, well, sorry, actually, I'm going to have a complete rethink, because you just got to keep going to keep your kids okay. So I never meant to do... It. it was just snowballed one thing to the next. And I don't think it occurred to me I could have at any point gone, do you know, I'm going to downsize. I'm not going to do this anymore. And certainly going back to work when my first child was so young because I needed the money is the most painful thing I ever did. And I still feel huge guilt about it. I don't feel proud that I had a board level job in the media and left my son at three months I mean I left him with with someone um,
1: <laughs> that would have been a fail. I'm off I'm to work in the media people won't agree with me but I, didn't, uh, I wasn't
0: proud about yeah. leaving in yeah. the woods yeah, yeah. I wasn't I know that's yeah. not the thing to yeah. say yeah. nowadays yeah. now I know why you weren't angry at the grandma in the coffee you were off <laughs> at three months
1: <laughs> <But laughs> his grandmother said don't leave your son in the woods and I was like get out of the way <laughs> grandma yeah.
0: I've got a board level job <laughs> to get, get to meddling
2: grandma no I left him with some a bread, a toaster and some Marmite.
0: Yeah, and that is yeah. all
2: anyone needs, right, to yeah. survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was he in we the bath, was he? Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> he, he, if, if, he's,
0: if he's my kid, he can just still adapt. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, prove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're your dealing chance. with the board member uh, yeah. now, yeah. mate. You've
2: got the perfectionist gene. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I do think it's... um, a, And you also, you can sort of buy into the Kool-Aid of what you're doing, or I think drink the Kool-Aid is the right analogy. Um, but you can... So actually knowing that you're knowing that isn't who you are. So it doesn't matter any of that stuff. You're, you aren't that person with that job. That's just the job you're doing. At the end of the day, it's temporary. And you're know when, when you you're nothing special when you get home and you shut the door. So mm. that's, that's the reality of it. So none of it actually means anything. And comedy, I think, is a bit like that. We're all trying really hard to get where and do what. But actually, if we had all the things that some people we think are doing so well have then we'd still just think about the thing we weren't doing or the show we'd done that wasn't as good as it. there's always going to be another yeah. thing
1: it's an industry for obsessive isn't it because yeah. you're always
0: climbing up because you always think there's a higher and plane
1: and there always is a higher plane because there is yeah. because there's no yeah. there's no completion
0: of it there's yeah. no um, completion but, but I do feel like there probably is a quite a bit of peace of mind if you were like McIntyre and you just like financially and things like that you Did wouldn't you have a piece to of smug but like you know if you, if you got way up there and to a point where you're doing that you would, I would like to think but better than maybe well, then you
1: know, he he might a... he, he might be someone who, you know, because obviously what well, we just made a joke here now. Like a lot of people who are well respected in the industry don't think he's a good comedian. And yeah. that might be his it's thing true. that like you know, he, he gets annoyed to... that he can come off and, and someone he you grew up liking would be like, why are you doing that well,
0: shit? Well, on the professional visit, do you ever do you anyone see that Jim and Andy documentary of Jim I Carrey? I've seen it, but anyway, I've heard so he, very good. Things. Yeah, he wrote he wrote a check to himself like ten million dollars when he had nothing and like grew up in a trailer park, and then he was like, well, one day I'm gonna cash that, and then like by 1998. You know, he was getting paid $20 million for a film and he spent his whole life being like, if I make it, I'll be happy. And then he got there and he made it and he was still miserable and he went completely insane.
2: Well, you, have, um, you only need to look at you know, celebrities who you know, end up, you know, or, or rock stars who do a gig and then kill themselves in their room afterwards, having yep. sold out whatever, you know with fans. and with. So I think we do all know that those things wouldn't matter and there would always be another... Or you know, maybe you reach your peak and you're incredible and then your next show is really bad or... Mm i think it's never gonna the the sort of game we're in is never gonna actually provide us with the fix of you've done it you're (laughs) great well done with
1: the bad the bad shows always linger longer than the good ones you can have 10 good ones in a row and you have a real stinker and then that completely undercuts all the good ones and you think i can't do this those those 10 were fake nice audiences got away with it but that one was actually really what happened i think that happens with people's days like if they don't do comedy They have one bad day and they think I hate my job, I hate my life, I'm shit, like uh, my friends aren't my friends, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter that they've had 10 good ones in a row. But
2: I think the difference with comedy is there is something kind of, it's like alchemy. insofar as you never do, I often do think, even though I know I have the evidence of I've done this many gigs that were good. If I have, we all have also had this many gigs that weren't. And when you've had a real stinker, and then of course you get another couple of stinkers because they like to hunt in a pack <laughs> to really mess with you. And then you do start thinking, will I ever swim back to the shore of being able to ever do this again? Yeah. Because at some point it might disappear and it is a kind of weird chemistry. And you don't. I still don't know what I do when it goes well. And I don't always know what I did when it doesn't. So then how on earth are you supposed to, patchwork quilt that together and make it go well again. So sometimes I do think that will have been my last ever good gig was three gigs ago. And now I'm as bad as all these bad gigs.
0: Also, your point what I always use is when people ask about comedy, I always do use the analogy that if you give a presentation at work and it doesn't go so well, and like everyone would just be like, you know, move on, whatever. Like, if you do comedy, it doesn't go so well. It's the only job where people will actively tell you it's not going yeah. well. Like, people will always be like, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. And I'll message you on social media and tell you it was terrible. Yeah. Sean was, we had a, he just said, he got messaged, he had a terrible gig. Going back to his dressing room, straight away on Twitter, someone was like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, it's the only profession where that happens. Do
2: you think it, I'm always interested to know whether this profession, we'll call it a profession, yeah. pretend we earn loads of money, uh, whether, <laughs> it, whether it attracts, yeah. does it attract people? I got with played with, with a pret sandwich it.
0: last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good, yeah. i am happy yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, I think it it's, so but is it, does
2: it attract people with mental ill health or instability or does it turn us into people with mental ill health and instability because i think they do it's it is quite it it would play with the most sane and stable of minds. yeah i think what we're
1: doing it's an, it's an interesting point well, i was talking to you mooch about this when we had our nice little night out <laughs> i don't get jealous tom it's fine i um <laughs> i think comedy's made me a better person because of that ego destroyer thing and i'm more willing to know that i'm not immortal and my opinion isn't always correct and what i have to say is not as important as what others have to say and i was quite kind of in my own head with that sort of thing but then having said that it does constrict your life to these like week by week sort of wins and and losses and you become so although it's like well the way i put it is i've become a better person but a worse friend family member (laughs) i mean because my life's quite selfish
2: you get very absent from everyone else yeah yeah
1: you've got your own lifestyle and schedule now which is tough to get other people to accommodate and even people come watch you sometimes they come watch you and that's great, and, but you've had a shit one or something, and you're like, I just, I'm tired. I want to go home. Yeah. And you can't have like a big night out with them afterwards some, all the time because you yeah. don't know it's always going to go well. Your the yeah. eighth
0: gig that week and you're tired. Yeah. Also, yeah. if you have a terrible gig and they've come to watch you, that like, they don't want to hang out with you yeah. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it. oh, this yeah. It's s- good way to get rid of friends. Actually, so like, so, go so go bad. Yeah. gig and then that's <laughs> yeah. you will never have to
1: see them again. Yeah. What well, <laughs> if you
2: want to guarantee a fail on stage? Yeah. Have, have anyone you care about in the audience? Yeah, to me, that's that's pretty much the That's the formula for a bad one. Yeah, almost always.
1: But that, there, is, there is certainly, well, we were talking about before this, like, this thing of wanting to be valued, of wanting to be. That's what, I mean, comedy is a lot of that. It's, it's wanting to be the funniest person in the room. It's wanting to be the person that all the chairs are facing, you know. Yeah. And everyone loves, everyone applauds your presence at the end. And there's something that is, the people who are drawn to that, I think, certainly have felt out of place in a lot of their lives. And I think, I think that comes with the brain mechanism as well. Yeah. Like, you're an observer as a comedian. If you're in it, you can't observe. You can't have enjoy the time.
2: Well, you also, if you think about how we evolved as human beings, we wanted, the reason that it's very unnatural to do public speaking, never mind comedy, is that we were meant to be kind of pack animals and we didn't want to stand out from the crowd. So there's something very unnatural, that's why we get adrenaline, about p- taking yourself away from the pack, looking at the pack, and doing something none of the pack are doing. So mm. it's a weird thing to start with, and it takes a certain kind of person who'd want to do that. And I don't know if any of us actually really know why we do want to, But for me, it's also not for money, is it? (laughs) (laughs) But you're also trying to do for me it is grappling with something that I'm finding really hard to do. And I'm kind of I think I've got some sort of weird, morbid fascination with it. And the fact that no matter what I try and do and no matter how much I sometimes think, ah, I'm getting somewhere now and then it will just come and you know kick you in the guts you're like alright oh, no I, yeah. that's a leveler I, I'm but not doing well at all and it's a really weird sort of pick me up knock me down it's, thing it's, it's the
1: challenge isn't it my friend's currently playing or my housemate is playing a, a Playstation game called Sekiro either of you heard of it is it a Japanese it's like Bloodborne I'm a big yeah. gamer obviously yeah kali uh, yeah I, I do I, I wouldn't get yeah. into it with you because yeah. it'd be too nerdy I'm quite but Not he's before. playing this game but anyway, this, this franchise of game, right? They have Bloodborne and something other the thing, Dark Scrolls or something, where it's incredibly difficult. It is so hard. Like you die so much on it. And I just watch him, like I'm coming back in from gigs, and he's been there for like two, three hours <laughs> trying Frustrated. to beat this one thing. And he's just every time I just see him and it goes, Death, and he's just fucking like. And there's a metaphor there but I was <laughs> yeah. and I'm but I'm literally just watching that thinking, but then when he beats the boss, that's taken him ages. He's, like, on his feet celebrating. It's the best thing. It's elation. And that's why, like, a lot of work, a lot of occupations, it's like turning up. You've got to turn up. You've got to be competent. And you. Yeah. And if you've been there enough, you kind of, you can rise through he the He sounds like quite the yeah. catch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. met him. What a man. He's, uh, a, he's a lovely guy. But, I but, 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 but that's what you're talking about of, like, I think maybe you're, you love challenges, right?
2: Yes. I think for me, it's a lot of it's about that. Yeah. That I can't quite... Until I've done better at it, I'm like, I can't quite let this go. And I don't even know, I don't even want to be a club comic. My dream is not to be someone who's closing the store and closing the stand. That isn't, uh, I know that I want to be able to do that because it would be a sign of my capacity and it's a really good thing to know how to do but I would not want that to be my whole life Mm. so whatever I was as a comedian it would be much more about finding my audience and being able to do like small theatres with my kind of shows that would be my dream much more so I don't sometimes when I'm doing these difficult club gigs I'm like why am i even why am i putting myself through this but then if it goes well you're like oh i'm a legend (laughs) that was amazing until you have a bad one
0: that's right but what's on the point of of hard work and task completion i mean that is the key to happiness i think everyone knows that so comedy although it will torture you you, it's the, the rough with the smooth i think finding something unbelievably complex like what your friend was doing you know like Elation, be so overjoyed when that's done, even though you know some people will claim that he's just spent 12 hours in his bedroom playing a video game. <laughs> yeah. well, I wish he doesn't. He's, in he's some, fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a bastard. Yeah. You, you, you put hours and in time into something, and that's you know, you can't be happy all the time, and it takes hard work. But then,
2: a good gig, I suppose that's the fix we get from the good gig, isn't it? Because there's something really neat about the fact that you go on stage for however long. Obviously, we're mainly doing like. 30s at big clubs right yeah. all of us yeah but no you go Just on and hey. do it. yeah <laughs> you go on and do whatever <laughs> you're doing and if it goes really well and it's that kind of you know warm knife through butter feeling which we kind of occasionally get th- there's something really neat about that it's like that was a neat 10, 15, 20 minutes of my life where everything went the right way, and you're totally present. If you look at all the kind of mindful stuff, we know that we all need to be more engaged with. There's something enormously, it's a very pure thing to the good when it goes well, but the trouble is you can't predict when that's going to be. Mm-hmm. So you're laying yourself wide open to failure every time you get on stage, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of failure, if you were, go- we're going back to like your original fail of presenting this wonderful life, but then. In yourself, not feeling like you're you succeeding, that being the fail and sort mm. of that disparity, and like
2: a proper serious like me- mental health fail. Like yeah. I had a proper full on extreme mental health fail in my forties because of it, like oh. dangerously so. Wow. So I pushed myself. T- I got I, so I, I couldn't mean it more than when I say that I do not think trying to live a perfect life is a is a is a great success story so i think it's properly perilous to live like that and the longer you do it the more there's this kind of metal fatigue and at a certain point something is going to snap and when it snaps the longer you leave mm. it the harder it snaps i would say
0: and for you how did it snap
2: just uh, full-on, sort of, yeah, like a full-on... There was this
0: pregnant woman getting a yeah. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Callie just went, <laughs> You
2: can't drink, <laughs> exactly. that. Yeah. Sent it
1: out. And then exactly. told everyone she was a grandmother and yeah. left. And yeah. I
2: punched yeah. the barista, that's so <laughs> why he couldn't offer her a <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so I'm surprised she didn't read about it, actually. Yeah. It got lots of coverage. But yeah, just a proper full-on, not you're not being on a cope anymore, like full-on depression um, and, and like incapacitating you know not wanting to be around anymore depression and uh, proper you know ceasing to function so that's to a point so where
0: you you left job
2: left job uh, needed psychiatric care yeah yeah proper full on yeah you know and because i'm such a perfectionist depressive high functioning depressive i never told um i never told my kids about it at the time they were doing their a levels and their their gcses yeah um and i would go to the psychiatric hospital in the daytime have have all the, you know, help I needed. I wasn't sectioned, obviously, or anything there at night, but I was having intensive, you know, five-day-a-week yeah. help. And then I would go... So I'd leave the house in my work clothes. Um, I would go and have a day in the hospital um, and, you know get into like you know leggings because you also did like yoga and shit it was alright actually and then you'd go and then I'd go, <laughs> Can uh, yeah, yeah. Was, i go can't recommend Mother's Day the prior yeah. what a place
1: i pedicures the usual Prosecco bottomless Prosecco I had to do, had to do <laughs> bottomless uh, yeah. Prosecco it was really in the nice great place for Hendoes. oh, oh Hendoes. my god yeah. the problem was I'd get back home smashed exactly it was really difficult
2: so and then I would, I would and then I'd get home and cook the kids their food and pretend I didn't say I'd been at work, but the implication was I'd been at work. And then I would test them on their stuff for their GCSEs and their A-levels and just about hold it together until they'd gone to bed, cry myself to sleep, repeat the next day. And all the other people in the hospital, like one woman who I got to know really well, she couldn't even look after her dog. She'd had to get someone to take her dog because she was like, I can't commit to looking after a dog when I go home. She was like, how are you looking after your children? But it's because I just couldn't bear for them to take on my reality at that point and i didn't want to mess up a really key bit of their lives so it wasn't it didn't feel like a selfless thing and maybe it was a stupid thing it probably was but i didn't have anyone to take them on and i felt like well so even in the face of proper kind of life and death depression something made me think i better still go home and you know be nice to my children and I say cook, I'm a really bad cook. That's a fail every day. But, you know, <laughs> but I, would, I would try, I did my best. Bring them something back from the brunch. Exactly, you know? I'd yeah. be like, you know, have a little bit of bristecca. Here's a bottle, though. yeah. But it was, so, so yeah, so even then I was, um, and a mate of mine who'd gone through a similar thing a couple of years before, one of my best friends, she would really take the piss out of me. She'd be like, you are, how are you bringing like high functioning to like epic levels of depression? How are you still? <laughs> and sometimes I would still go for a run, like as well, I would still go for a run like after the kids had, had like done their, you know, um, revision and stuff. I would sometimes just think, oh, I'll just whip out for kind of like a quick run for half an hour, which sounds like I was fi- I so wasn't fine, but it was like I was so hardwired with. Well, at least I'm going to be fit and nearly dead. You know that'll be that'll did help. You, did you take so. a very
0: pragmatic approach to your? It sounds like you you were treating y- your like mental illness, like a almost task. like a job, or yeah. like, a, like a you know like a job or a task or a like that you had to you had to complete. Yeah, it and was like, it was like that, it.
2: and it was also again jokingly one of the big things that came up in there for me. It was like group therapy for yeah. days on end. Really interesting, really interesting thing to do. And, um, and then you swap um, that for the open mic scene. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah exactly. uh, That's a change, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's moderated <laughs> when you're in a hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
0: yeah, and yeah more likely to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> but people aren't
2: as insane as yeah. they are. open mics, yeah. clearly. Callie was just going and smashing
0: it every <laughs> yeah. time. It's yeah. like, boom. I was like, <laughs> mic yeah. drop. Jing. But it's
2: um, But people would say, so one of the things that came up was obviously in my case, and lots of depressed people, is this perfectionist thing. And then, honestly, I I started to try and think about mediocrity. I was like, okay, so what would mediocrity mean? And then I became really fixated and obsessive about, how can I be more mediocre? And then someone had to, one of the therapists had to say, you know, Callie, it's not really about trying to become brilliant at mediocrity it's probably <laughs> you <were> trying to get 100% <laughs> I was like I'm going to nail this <laughs> mediocrity
1: <laughs> I'm going to be the best average person yeah, there is ever. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: going yeah. to write books about yeah. it I'm going to be so
1: <laughs> fucking <laughs> <That's> sane <laughs> by the amazing. end of this you <laughs> are not amazing, amazing. yeah, yeah. this is going to be so level-headed <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it was yeah
2: it was like, to, it was like I was going to get the gold medal in yeah. mediocrity yeah, yeah. so it is how sane are you sane as me yes but it is a weird yeah it is a weird thing. and then when you you said Tom that the um you know, because we are listening to you, we're not all you know forming other yeah, yeah. relationships no, and loyalties. I, I, yeah. But it is true that you end up um, <laughs> when you keep sort of leaning into the like the p- perfectionist thing, and how you might actually—it's—it's it's an incredibly sort of—it's an incredibly dangerous thing in our industry because you can't complete it, no. and you're never going to actually get fulfilled in that way. So it's actually not a—you know—it's no joke <laughs> being a comedian. But you also said that people who don't people who put a lot of effort in don't always succeed. And some people who really either look like they don't or really don't do succeed. But that's because you're unconscious. If you just let things go a bit, there is some incredible, if you look at like how Ross Noble operates, yeah. it really is coming from a place of just letting his playful mind play. And you're not going to allow that side of your brain to play if you're so busy hammering it through this regime of achievement. So you're probably not as talented in a creative type yeah. of business if you're this kind of a person. And, and there's,
0: it's the one sort of profession c- comedy a lot of people who are really good at it. I mean, I think there is two ethoses of comedy. There's people who just like work really hard at it and get really good. Like like I think like James Acaster is like a perfect example of that. The man's like work ethic is insane. You know, he smashed it out of the park. But then, you know, the, there are these people who are just shit at everything else. And if they were to do any other job, possibly in the world, they couldn't do. They it. couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything. But for some reason, they, they can, can do just this. do that job. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I mean, not to say he's shit at everything else, but Jarlath made the point about part of why comedians become is because you, you, a lot of them aren't good at like the admin and being on top of things. And the case in point was he went to have a meeting with Apple about podcasts. Oh, so good. And uh, he went there, got the flight over to Ireland and um, went to the location um, that he thought it was and it turns out the meeting was in London. And uh, (laughs) the guy was coming over from LA and then never got in contact with him again.
2: Wow. And why Ireland? Did he... He thought it was Apple because it was
1: Apple... um, because s- Apple have a have a place over there as well, but oh he yeah. went to the street, and he, so he thought like, oh, this will make sense because there's like a lot of tech companies it's quite in Island. That's
2: quite a complicated mistake to make, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's quite a specific yeah. mistake.
1: I mean, yeah. Th- yeah, that was yeah, that that's was. That's what one I example.
2: would call willful incompetence. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's not pretty good. No one for average Cali, <laughs> smashing <laughs> yeah, medium. Yeah. No, that's stuff. my kind of. Ing- if you're gonna go incompetent, go big. Yeah, right, so right, at least right. he did. At least he did an awesome fail. You wouldn't want to do a mediocre fail.
0: But that's the kind of point. As you've sat on the other side and been the exec kind of thing looking down it if, if, if that's i i'd give in, him
2: a second chance having been someone who could sometimes you know build dreams and crush dreams i'd like to think i would have been normal enough to go oh god that sounds awful we'll get you some more time in when suits you i wouldn't like to think it'd be like one strike and you're
0: out so I, I what so you weren't like a cold hearted no, i was
2: really no cut and dry no i was a really empathetic kind of kind i was too nice to the like, like people be- below me loved me because i was such a compassionate kind kind of leader and the, but people I wasn't yeah, nasty if you do say so, so yourself no <laughs> but I was no but, was I, wasn't, no, but I did
1: And best part about was <laughs> humble <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my modesty they is were, the key yeah. there yeah. were <laughs> plenty
2: of things <laughs> I couldn't so do good modest <laughs> 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 but I was nice to work for but I wasn't nasty enough to be to make it you know against the, there was a very cutthroat oh, at that level in fuck business they
1: have to be nasty look at me
2: now you know getting paid with a bottle of Evian and some acronyms I wouldn't call it payment but I'll pay it back
1: for it (laughs) yeah yeah sorry it's uh, atp if um but that's interesting as well because you're saying look at me now uh i haven't achieved anything (laughs) but we just listen to the stuff the amazing things you've done in your life and the stuff you've overcome as well do you I struggle play. to take a compliment?
2: I could, yeah, I do, and I and I, I did actually what I meant to talk about when we were talking about life fails was that I'm really bad at ping pong, so we're thrilled you didn't. That's
1: a lot of back and forth for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, that. <laughs> so that was my plan. I got, I got a good <laughs> anecdote about that. That's you know yeah. great, and that's true. really would have bounced
0: off each other. Yes. Oh, come on. Okay, so uh, that, was, that, that, that was that yeah. was as deep as I was going to get. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>
2: And look what we missed by me not doing I that. I know. I think we've covered we it. We could have that going. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're going to follow up.
1: You could have. i follow up. The problem is in yeah, my life is had a big yeah. disparity between um, looking <laughs> yeah. like I've achieved and memory really yeah. but actually been incredibly depressed and upset. Yeah. But <laughs> <we're> just, <laughs> the big one was yeah, yeah, I was on yeah. holiday and they had yeah. the table tennis. I, I, honestly. <laughs> full of backhanded populace. <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, come on. Okay. There um, you go. We should hang out more. <laughs>
0: There's well a reason we're clearly we not someone's no. got yeah. an opinion about And Mooch is just staring at me now. He's jealous. <laughs> He's to yeah. Mooch is looking at me like Ali. Dinner, dinner. Yeah.
1: We, got, yeah. we got reservations.
2: And you haven't even got a cute dog to throw into the picture, have you? I've so got
0: nothing, mate. I've got, I can't. You know, can't compete it's with the dog. Big shoulders. Yeah. No, I think well, you honestly, offer me
2: to touch them at the beginning of the podcast, which I think maybe before we were on air. Yeah. Which is uh, a little. I, I didn't offer that. No, you he didn't. Did. Yeah, you can't be offering up Tom's shoulders to be touched. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'd touch them to, without asking. Yeah, no, you, no, can, you no. can touch them. Yeah. Touch away. I'm going nowhere near them.
0: Okay. Um, is there any other fails you wish to share?
2: I did. Um, I used to sell um, ice creams. So at the time that I was living with the junkie, I needed to obviously make some money because it's expensive being a junkie. And I, um, so I got a job driving <laughs> an ice cream van around the um, army camps of Salisbury Plain because we lived n- near there. <laughs> And it was commission only, uh, which was tough because i wasn 't good at selling the ice creams, and you had to um, you had to hand wind your chimes. So I'm just gesticulating. Uh, can you imagine I t- like winding up a musical box all yeah. yeah. day? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. RS. How long would that
0: last one kind of play? Like
2: one minute. <laughs> oh, my God. You wouldn't even get through the Just One Cornetto song on one wind. Wow. And wow. because it's commission only. So I drive around these army camps trying to sell ice creams. And on my first day doing it, I was in this really crappy little thing. It was more like a sort of scooter with a... Lid on it than it was a van, and I needed a pee, and I was like, "Where am I going to go to the toilet?" And there were all these pubs around the army camps, but they were rough, and I was like, "I don't want to go into an army pub on my own." Mm. So there were these tank tracks that crossed the roads all around the deserted bits of the army camp, of the army plane, and I drove up a tank track on my first day, thinking, "I'll just drive up there, have a pee, get back on the road." And because they have those massive hillocks between where the two tran- tank tracks would go, you know, so there's. I drove my little truck over those and the whole thing capsized. So I then was like in a capsized ice, cream, ice truck, cream everywhere thinking no one's going to find me because I'm in the middle of Salisbury and of course sure enough at a certain point a tank came because that's what the point is <laughs> <laughs> and, the <tank laughs> and, and you're the like <laughs> get reinforcements you're gonna
1: need more <laughs> so
2: they um so they ice creams all around yeah, and they yeah. just put and they were completely unfazed by it because it turned out these things were completely not stable and not safe and they'd seen numerous ice cream sellers
3: Go capsized. Yeah, yeah I was
2: I was just a very so yeah so I thought not being able to play ping pong and capsizing an ice cream van on Salisbury Plain those were my big fails. As I mean, as Though as I think
1: that is much bigger. I, yeah. I honestly, yeah. I see you in a different light yeah. because that's of that. A, that's quite a life-changing. Yeah. A lot of people can relate to that because yeah. a lot of people have driven Isn't ice cream bands Yeah, they around. have. It's, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's interesting. You got into the ice cream game. I do actually know ice cream men in London. That's there's a sort of an and ice cream women. mafia. Oh, yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. So the, my
2: ice cream mafia in those days was that the I I worked the person who employed me. His daughter was also employed by him. She had the Mr. Whippy van, which was perfectly stable and had an automated chime system. And she had the fresh Mr. Whippy machine. I didn't have a Mr. Whippy machine. My vehicle was not not (laughs) compliant with health and safety. And then he gave us all routes. And it turned out her route was my route, but an hour earlier. So well. she was going and getting all the hungry for ice cream people, and I was getting people who'd already had at least one ice cream, and they might have even had a Mister Whippy. I couldn't even compete Just with diabetics that. and fat kids. So like, yeah, 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 exactly, and and maybe some grandmas who yeah. needed the energy <laughs> <Yeah>. to attack <laughs> tired from women. all the coffee. <laughs> <throwing>. <laughs> Oof. So it Give was. Me a 99. Um, so yeah. So it was, uh, and uh, the, and then at that time there was a film. I think it's called Ice Cream Wars, which was a kind of comedy, a dark comedy set in Scotland that was about the fact that there was this massive like. To the death war between rival ice cream vans. And I lived and breathed that as an innocent. 17-year-old, I don't even have my driving license, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I did. I saw a
0: fight, yeah, outside my school, two ice cream, a guy tried to move on his turf, this guy had been there like, said like, age, played their war chimes. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you yeah. laugh as you go out and had a full-on fight in front Jesus. of my school. What yeah. they
2: needed was that grandma there to arbitrate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. be like, you, you shouldn't be cream? doing no. that. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, But I mean, that's a fail, right? I never made yeah. much money doing that. So that was a fail. Yeah,
1: still more than comedy, there. I don't know, actually. Oh, you, really? you kind
2: of prayed for a pensioner who wanted to buy a Vionetta. But kids with a <laughs> little milk. Ki- kids I often milk. wake up my <laughs> yeah.
0: You would almost... Hopefully yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today's like, my day. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You would love it. Seriously, probably. I can't think of any other job, really, that would pay you less than comedy. No, like my son,
2: definitely. My son's a zookeeper. And when he can't get enough hours zookeeping, he's a dog walker. And he, for sure, earns more money than me. Yeah. Definitely, as a comedian. Yeah, yeah, and it's embarrassing to the point. that sometimes I'll come home and I'll take my paltry cash out of my wallet and then I'll put it on the kitchen table and then he'll be like, what's that? And I'll <laughs> say, that's my earnings. And he goes, you've been gone seven hours. And I'll be like, yes, I know. Like, He's like, that doesn't that's not even yeah. five pounds yeah. an hour. I'm yeah. like, shh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Did it go well? No. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Did anyone turn yeah. up? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs>
0: yeah. cried on stage. Yeah, yeah so
2: that he, they have um, yeah, it. It's kind of a leveler when you're. I've said a leveler a lot. It's humiliating <laughs> when your kids earn um, more than you do when they're doing a job that is not. I don't need to worry about that. So uh, <laughs> yeah. making them proud <laughs> yeah. every day. Don't say that because by the time they're caring about that you know when they might need you to earn some more when they're older and need some care you might be world famous you might be smashing it yeah. in stadiums I won't have to see them thank god
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, you, don't, yeah. you know it would be very depressing if you had to look after your parents and be like don't worry mum and dad I've got this <laughs> <laughs> my comedy career I hope you like seven pounds a month yeah.
2: Yeah. I hope you like half a carton of milk for yeah you. yeah. don't worry the yeah, nice pope job. will be yeah. complaining about you being a god by uh, then oh, I have oh, no yeah. doubt if the pope is still around the then. pope
1: says Ali Woods has to stop calling himself a god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah.
2: well i just called myself a god as a leader in business apparently yeah, didn't i yeah. it was like i was yeah. something of a god
0: yeah. to my stuff people
2: loved
1: people love working for me
0: that was yeah. a bit of a fail as well it's like when you're <laughs> adored that much it's kind of like yeah.
2: can't keep you hard when i left yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to share a worst gig story
2: oh god that's like well my worst heckle i had um was when i, I did it have you guys done the hastings fringe yes so I did um Ali you're shaking your head which is a good podcast thing to do because everyone all the podcasters here yeah, didn't, no. didn't want interruption but you. yeah but in, but a yes and a no from the uh, from the hosts and uh-huh. a yes from uh-huh. me yes from me and I, I so I did um they have this outside stage which if you ever yeah. get asked if you'd like to do it the <laughs> correct answer is no thank you <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah. I was doing I did one show in a pub which was really nice and then the next day I was on this outside stage and it was the first time they'd had this stage and they were really bigging it up. It's like you know, it's like the pyramid stage. <laughs> only it's not a pyramid, the and no one will be there. And, and so yeah, I was going to do like my version of Glastonbury, um, and I went onto this stage, and it was really the problem was it was right by the roughest bit of the high street, which if you know Hastings is mainly kind of homeless drunk people. So it was a really nice hangout. The so crowd of, was in at least. They yeah. were yeah exactly. <laughs> so they were all hanging out. So it was a really weird. I wouldn't say a gig anyway. No. And I was trying to do a solo show. It wasn't just a sport. Are you doing it? I was hour. doing a pr- an hour. Oof. And then there were these kids. There's a kind of um, balustrade up above the stage, sort of up up on a higher tier of the of the town. And there were all these teenage kids. It was like a Saturday late afternoon, hanging around and smoking and drinking. And then they started throwing paper planes down to the stage um, with, and I was so I had to incorporate it into my already fantastic <laughs> performance. <laughs> and at this point, it didn't hey, matter. Stop, or stop, or stop applauding, guys! There's yeah. a paper plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so and actually, it helped me because it gave us something to mutually focus on because right, no right, one was right, looking yeah. at me till then. So these planes were coming down, and, I, and then they started writing things on them, and I was reading <laughs> out and drawing like cocks on them and stuff. So I was like oh making right. huge <laughs> hilarity out of this. And quite then artistic really yeah, yeah. Artistic. They, they weren't yeah. bad especially considering how absolutely twatted they were I yeah. thought it was good that <laughs> someone had a pen yeah. Yeah. someone had paper I was like you guys are doing very well I'm not, yeah. I'm not even going to
0: shout
2: I'm going yeah. <laughs> to exactly paper. and what generation Z then you had to make paper planes then you had to write then you yeah. had to f- I thought the, they were good the homeless haberdashers yeah. exactly so they anyway these kids were throwing these things down and then one came down and the message on it was don't give up <laughs> I was like, oh, and then oh the hell. next one came down and it said your day job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom! and
1: easy.
2: that was the only laugh of the entire <laughs> oh afternoon. Oh my goodness! So that was, <laughs> I mean, the kids <laughs> must have been going crazy. That is not
1: a good game. That's right? such good timing. Oh my! <laughs> uh, uh, I respect. Yeah. Like, did you I'm, read both out? Like.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah i read them out because i got so the first one and we all laughed and i was like oh that's really sweet yeah. the don't give up one <laughs> and then that one came out and by then i was committed um now that got a great laugh and then i was like i've been cali beaten <laughs> <know. laughs> good night so good night. Wow. so yeah i think but i do think young people young people can be quite i thought they were quite funny for yeah. a bunch of kind of kids hanging out drinking on a saturday afternoon i was like good for you yeah. creating things yeah that's nice
0: yeah. Even if it is to destroy, but yeah, it's crazy. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> crazy. yeah, crazy. people's horrible. I mean, yeah, memories. yeah, yeah. Did
2: you hear about one thing that there was a there was a, a fashion for this that kids that kind of age were they would do, it, I think this is quite a witty thing, uh, a, a witty prank. Mm. So what these young people were doing was, they would run, like in parks, <laughs> They would f- there would be a runner, like a jogging runner, in running kit, running, and then they would run in front of the runner, going, <laughs> oh, get away, stop running after me, you perv. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they could always <laughs> run, so they could always run, they could moderate how fast they ran, yeah. relative to the person behind. So yeah, they would just kept running in front of runners, going, oh, stop following me, what's wrong with you? I'm <laughs> videoing it. I thought that was quite a witty,
1: yeah, quite witty, class yeah class does that run. ever happen
2: to you because you run don't you ali you did I,
1: run i did run yeah i don't run as much as i as i used to as but, you talk um, about on stage yeah well wow well, yeah um but uh i well i was no, I, I was running around york it was fairly civilized a lot of the time and kind of quite, running quite easier as well. when you're in york york actually is very flat so that so is easier it is easier yes problems with flooding but it's very flat, good for running. But then
2: you can always do a triathlon if the flood comes <laughs> in, as so long as that's you can it. steal a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, 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 which I often do. Yeah, I live near Hampstead Heath, so that's quite that's well quite like the tough I mean running. It's not up and it's down. It's quite healy- a lot of up and down. Tough. There's just so got many cafes <laughs> you've got to run <laughs> past yeah. and not I go know, in for a quick exactly. latte, and it's just the
0: murder. <laughs> but if
2: ever you need Alfalfa, alpha you're <laughs> never <laughs> far from yeah. it.
0: Swim so in those right. women. You can swim in the ponds.
2: Did you see that? You know, there's a documentary called The Ponds. Which is about the people who swim. What every day? The there's, there's like it was a one-off film. It was on limited release because it was of limi- <laughs> it was surprised. of limited interest, yeah, yeah. even to the people in it. The pond swimmers <laughs> are <an> absolutely. <laughs> swim yeah, You're telling me was, they you know, have not a global a, audience. It yeah. is one of the funniest things. Unintentionally, I I I have not laughed that much in years it I, to the top, everything hurts. i can it's imagine people really taking funny that very very you really seriously. have to see it as yeah, properly hilarious the, yeah. you could not make a parody but that was funny it's the
0: people who go swimming at like in the middle of winter in the morning but that's what they do that's, that's what that's the
2: po- that's the point of these people <laughs> without going they're not they're not mucking around on a sunny sunday afternoon they're breaking through the ice and saying that they live forever it's amazing how many people on that documentary were like yeah and I've had um, cancer I, I've three times they thought I was going to die but swimming in the ponds at five in the morning on Christmas day I've never been healthier and I'd be like but you all seem to have nearly died like <laughs> yeah, loads, yeah, yeah. loads of
0: died haven't a couple of people actually died in those ponds swimming as well there was a woman who yeah. died
2: in the women's ponds which was the appropriate yeah. place and she she was um, she <laughs> wasn't she, was she, she wasn't messing you. around and she and she, apparently she was in there dead for like two days before anyone found her oh so then God. the thought that you might be paddling around smugly at, atop a dead woman
0: I mean you already have to avoid quite a lot of duck shit if you go in there no this uh, was
2: proper like there was a dead grandma um, so yeah that's one less person to to attack people for having (laughs) a cappuccino (laughs) so yeah anyway that's uh, that's, it's not York it's Hampstead oh is it yeah Yeah.
0: way rougher right yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay guys um, Kelly before we go is there anything you'd like to plug
2: I think I already plugged my Edinburgh shows, the big one. So yes, Invisible. I'm going to be at the Assembly George Square for the whole of Edinburgh, not the whole of Edinburgh, the whole of the fringe. And yeah, I'm doing, and I'm doing it all over the place um, to people with paper planes and without, uh, between yeah. now and then. So
0: bring your planes, bring your paper, <laughs> and your paper. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. And social media handles or anything.
2: Yeah. At Callie Beaton on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Okay, cool. Ali,
1: anything you want to plug? I'm just saying this is broken record, mate. Just Brighton Fringe. I'm down there. Check out AliWoodsGigs.com for the dates. Which um, dates actually, are you there? Because
2: I'm there
1: too. Uh, I'm struggling to remember. I'm like 4th and 5th or 3rd and 4th. And then I'm doing another weekend, like 18th, 19th or uh, something.
2: I'm like. the same. I've got a similar kind of front and back end of the fringe thing. we should grab a drink yeah let's yeah i it. will yeah. also and be we'll there s-
0: on the weekend of the fourth we're doing a, a gig okay well i'll see you back here for the podcast anyway yeah mate. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. uh yeah uh yeah on the uh on the fourth um so please come to that i'm sure there's unlimited tickets for that um and yeah edinburgh as well which I think the tickets, they go on sale pretty soon. They're on sale already. Yeah, <coughs> if, you, if you got in the deadline correctly, but I did not. So mine will Yours be... Yours aren't ever going to be on sale yeah, by the I'm sounds the, of it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like chaos. A- end, end, of, uh, <laughs> end of April, <laughs> mine will be on sale. Uh, yeah, buy them. Go, go see Tom. Go see yeah. Tom's What's show. your show called, Tom? I'm calling it Elevate. It's about Elevate. trying to be a better person and oh, not be like less of a sh- shit lad um, and how, how men can be better so it's like morally
2: beers. elevating yourself not getting taller no 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 because no, no, you could do that,
0: that. don't need to get any taller. Yeah. uh yeah but what's your
2: show called ali
0: i haven't got a show this year i
1: ain't got any so offers so what are yet. you
2: doing in brighton
1: in brighton well i'm doing my work in progress yeah it, but what's what is, it called? okay that show
2: honestly you're not very good at pr
1: well i've called it work in progress for ages i mean i've called it run free run free
2: run free yeah
1: because after the song Young hearts run free. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fantastic song, which I love. Really good song. Yeah, yeah. Which is. But they
2: don't want you contaminating it with your fucking progress. Well,
1: <laughs> maybe not. But I love, th- I love the, the 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 tone of that song, of being a really depressing song, which is not uh, really upbeat. Uh, yeah, disco tune. That's that
2: disparity again. Yeah, the bipolarity. we mm. yeah. were talking about. Uh,
0: yeah. You can also see me at uh, 11 p.m. at the Pleasance every day, and Triple A late.
2: Is that what you're doing? Yeah. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. Should be, should be good. I seem
2: more excited about it than you. Or
0: no, you I w- I, both will be great in equal measure. So, do <laughs> they
2: do it as? It, so the MC, the same MC every night for because it's not because the Which? the presents reserve, They alternate MCing with. Yeah, acts. yeah, no, for this so one, this, one it's is just,
0: this this one. It's not really where it's like you do ten minutes and then you, there's an act and then you do another ten minutes in ah. the middle and then an act. <laughs> it's gonna be great. We're all going
2: to be there every night, aren't we? Yeah. It's my kind of scene. I'll be there.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Skulking oh, around, pleasant. Screaming, screaming about yeah, coffee yeah. at the front. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. This has been All I Do as well. Thank you very much, Caddy.
2: Pleasure. Nice to be here. Thank
0: you very much, Caddy. Thank you, Tom. And Tom, we will hang out. Don't worry about it. That's all right. I'll try and move past it by next week. Okay, guys. See, <laughs> see you soon, Mooch. <laughs> <See> Love you. <laughs> bye. Fuck you, Mooch. All right, bye. Bye, <laughs> 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 guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye, <laughs> bye.